Before I came to St. Raphael's, um, I was in Green Bay and worked pretty closely with Father Dan Felton. And Father Dan and I occasionally would talk about how hard it is from going to be pastor of a parish and making the major decisions to working at the chancery at the diocese and not making those decisions. My years at the diocese were years that helped me, I think, to grow a lot spiritually and helped me realize that I'm not meant to be the one in charge. And now, being pastor again, there are plenty of decisions that I need to be responsible for, but if I rely on myself to make those decisions, it's much more likely that I'm not following God's will, but my own. And God is the one that needs to be in charge. Newsflash. I am not God. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> I am not God. And I would never say that I am God, and I've never been tempted to even entertain that thought that I'm God. And yet, I sure live that way plenty of times. It's pretty easy to make myself the center of everything. I experience life by sort of paying attention to how things affect me. I like to be in control. I struggle when I have days when my schedule is jam-packed because I feel like I'm not in control and I don't like those days. I make myself God when I decide what's right and wrong simply based on what I think or based on my experience. I make myself God when I don't trust enough to give of my time or my money to the point where it becomes a real sacrifice. As long as I keep control of my life for myself, I am in charge. And as long as I'm in charge, I'm acting as if I am God. And that's what keeps me, I think, from growing closer to God. It's hard to give up control of my life. And that's a constant struggle. Am I in charge? Am I in control? Or is God? This Feast of Christ the King is a time for us to reflect on who is in charge of our lives. You know, on the one hand, we all say it's God. And yet, who's in charge of what we believe? Who's in charge of how we spend our time? Who's in charge of how we make important decisions? Who's in charge of what we spend money on? Is Jesus the Lord of my life? Is Christ my King? As we pray today about Christ as king of the universe, in addition to be king of each of our hearts, we pray with this gospel exchange that we just heard between Pilate and Jesus. 
It happens right after Jesus is arrested. Pilate is the one who's going to decide Jesus' fate. Pilate is going to decide either let Jesus go free or to sentence him to death. Pilate seems to have a bit of power in the situation. And so he asks questions about where does Jesus' power come from? Jesus' response is that his power, his kingdom, is not of this world. And then Jesus goes on to talk about truth. He said he came into the world to testify the truth and that those who believe in the truth, who belong to the truth, listen to his voice. And we didn't hear it in today's reading, but the next line in the Bible is Pilate asking, and what is truth? It's a question that Jesus doesn't answer with words, but instead Jesus answers by actions, by laying down his life, trusting his father to raise him on the third day. That is Jesus' answer to truth. The truth is that God, his Father, is the one in control. One of the very concrete ways we look and we allow God to be God in our lives is by how we think about truth. In this era of fake news, we're left wondering sometimes if there even is a truth anymore. For most of us, truth is what we believe. We look at our own experience, we listen to the news outlet that we agree with, and then we decide what is true. When we do that, we go right back into making ourselves God. We become the ones who determine what is true. Something is true if it matches my experience or my way of thinking, and otherwise we find ways to discount it. And that would be fine, I guess, if there actually wasn't any truth, or if truth was always a moving target. If we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, though, we might want to listen to Jesus about what he says about truth. He says he came to testify, to witness to the truth. There is truth. And the truth is that the creator of this world is probably the one who knows best how things work. The intricacy of our human body, the balance of the ecosystem and nature, speaks of that truth in creation. If we mess with it, something's probably going to go wrong. The truth regarding the important principles of our lives and our world are things that last. They're consistent with God's creation, how God made us, God's plan for salvation. 
to get the actual truth then is to let go of my own desire to be in control over deciding what is true. Do I know better than the God of the universe of what's true? And yet when we discount things of God and say, well, I'll decide that on my own, thank you, that's exactly what we're doing. If we're serious about growing in our faith, we need to turn control of our lives over to God. We need to humbly kneel in Christ's presence and allow Christ to be our Lord and our King. Kneeling is a posture of humility, the presence of someone greater than ourselves. Humility is not about how bad or awful we are, simply realizing that I am not God. Instead, we allow God to be God. We allow Christ to be our Lord and King. We look to him to decide to determine what is right and just. We look to him to show us the way that leads to life, salvation. I am not God. I am so grateful that God is. As we kneel today, a little later on, after receiving communion, receiving the gift of Jesus' body and blood given for us, the truth that sets us free, when we do that, let's humbly acknowledge him as our Lord and King and ask his help giving control of our lives to him.